get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The reason we really wanted to have you on, of course, is to preview the upcoming season. But you talked sure. about it on the most recent episode of the 32 Thoughts podcast with Elliot Friedman that you were really high on this Jordan, Cairo, Robert Thomas, and Pavel Buchnevich line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Like, and, like, I, I, like I don't know that, like, put it this way. The, the St. Louis Blues aren't chasing cups this year. Like, and, you know, this, we all know what's, what the, the, the balance of power has shifted from the Central to the Pacific right now. Uh, we know what Colorado, Colorado's going to be right back in the mix for the Stanley Cup. Dallas have a shot at it as well. And then after that, it's jump ball, and we'll see where everyone from, you know, Nashville to Minnesota to, to St. Louis, where they all fit in the equation. But the, the one line, you know, the one line that I'm really excited about is the one that you mentioned. That's Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, and Pavel Bishnevich. Like, there's a, there's a line in New Jersey, Jesper Bratt with Jack Hughes and Tyler Toffoli that I think might emerge as maybe the best line in the NHL this year, you know, in Dallas, we've been talking about um, uh, about their top line with, with Jason Robertson and Rupe Hins and Joe Pavelski. But you know, I look at you know Robert Thomas, who is very quietly, I might add, uh, one of the best playmakers in the game. Period. Jordan Cairo, who is one of the fastest skaters and a really good finisher uh, in the NHL, and a really creative, smart player in Pavel Bushnevich. Like I. I look at this line and say, you know, this line has the potential to be a top five line, regardless of what the team does or what the Shen line does or what the Hayes line, whatever. I think this line has the potential for being one of the one of the top five lines in the NHL. Absolutely. Jeff, we're talking a lot about this team and what needs to go right for them to be able to get back into the playoff mix, not to win the division or anything, but just to get back to the postseason again. In your mind, if you could say, hey, this one thing goes their way and that'll maybe be the biggest swing in their direction, what would that be for you? Uh, plus 900 or maybe 910 or 915 save percentage from Jordan Bennington. That will go a long way. I mean, the, the answer really for, for any team is like, well, if you have the goaltending, you got it, right? Like there's, there's, there's the old saying, if you have a goaltender, it's 70% of your team. And if you don't, it's 100. And we see this all the time. And if, if Jordan Bennington can get back to, like, even if you just get like, what's the league average? Is it like 910 now, I think, or 912 save percentage? Like no one's expecting, you know, Bennington to, to rip off one of these like Igor Shosturkin 935 save percentage type seasons. But if, if he can get that save percentage up around 915, then I think that is like, I mean, health, health is a huge one for any team. But if there's one area that I can focus on, if Jordan Bennington can get back to that form, then I, I think that could be a, 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 a real shot in the arm for the St. Louis Blues as they try to march back in the playoffs. Jeff, you talking about that top line brings up another question for me because sure. number one centermen around the NHL are important. What would Robert Thomas need to do for the NHL to view him as a top centerman in the league? Hundred points, 
Like, I think he's got it in him. I really do. I, I think that, you know, 100 points. What did he have last year? Like, yeah, 67, 67, mm-hmm. somewhere in that. I mean, you start, you start scratching. I mean, first of all, you have to become a point of game player, but I think Robert Thomas has all the potential to be a hundred point guy. Like I, like I know we all go crazy about the playmaking of, you know, Mitch Marner, who's elite, Johnny Gaudreau, who's elite, like some great playmakers in the NHL, but, you know, very quietly, you know, under the hood here, when you have a peek at the analytics and look who's doing what and who's creating Robert Thomas is right in the conversation with all of them. Now I'm, I'm a little bit biased because I've, I've watched Robert Thomas going back to, you know, playing at St. Andrews college and playing on the York Simcoe express of the OMHA when he was a little kid. So I, I feel like I've watched Robert Thomas, like his, his entire life. And I just love the player. Um, and he's a, a wonderful human being too. So maybe take everything I say, but Robert Thomas is a great assault <laughs> because I'm a huge fan and I, I have a hard time sort of distancing my, 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 my feelings about him. But I think he's a, a, a wonderful player here. And I think that if he can start to scratch into that 90 point, dare we say a hundred point sort of rarefied air. And right now, you know, 24, 25 years old, you know, entering your prime as a first line center in the NHL, I think that'll go a long way to uh, to the rest of the NHL world really starting to, to turn their head and pay attention. Jeff Merrick is our guest here on 101 ESPN for just another couple of minutes. He's the host of the Jeff Merrick Show and the 32 Thoughts podcast. Be sure to listen to that uh, regularly throughout the week with Elliot Friedman. Uh, you can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. Jeff, we've talked a lot about the offense. I do want to turn the attention a bit to the defensive core because that's where so many of the questions locally have lied. There was a really good piece in the post-dispatch earlier today on the new scheme defensively that they're going to be using systematically. And Tory Krug, I thought, had a really good quote. He said, we're not leaving good ice, which I think will help us keep our grade A chances against way down. It's a defensive zone that I've run pretty much my entire career, and I feel pretty strongly about it. I'm really happy with the switch. Again, that came from Tory Krug. He says that it's similar to what they were running in Boston previously, a little bit more zone uh, stuff than what they were doing previously here in St. Louis. I don't yeah. know how much I mean, you know about what they're doing, but how much of a difference can this make for them system uh, systematically? I mean, there's only really a. I mean, really, I, I always find it funny when we get to, to systems talk because sure. there, there's there's only really a I mean like three or four ways you can play this game. Like no one's no one's no one's you know uh, spent their summers on Mars to figure out how they're playing <laughs> hockey there and come back with some some elite level system. It's not like. You know, once upon a time, like there was, you know, the way you played in the NHL and then the Red Army team would come through for a barnstorming tour between November and December. And it'd be like, holy smokes, like, how can you play hockey like this? I thought it was dump and chase. Never mind, like hit the blue line, no play, you, you, you regroup in the neutral zone. Like, it's not as if there's all these different ways to, to play the game. So which 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 to Tory Krug's point uh, of course, he's played you know different systems. There's only a handful of ways to do it now. Mind you, you have different personnel with you along the way. But you know, I would make I would make the point that you know Nicoletti has you know probably played you know over the course of his career um, a number of different systems as well. You look at some of the older players. Marco Scandella has probably done the same thing. So like when it comes to Justin Falk as well. Like when you look at high level players um, that have been around the game for a long time. There's nothing that's really going to surprise them. I, I don't think personally, like no coach is going to come in with something so revolutionary that's going to take until Christmas for them to figure it out. You know, Krug has played it. Letty's played it. Uh, Falk has played it. When you're a high level defenseman, as these guys all are for the years that they've been in the NHL, 
I don't think anything is going to be that much of a surprise. Jeff, Doug Armstrong talked yesterday about Colton Pareko and kind of talking about a successful season looks like what Jay Bomeister was for the Blues in terms of quick, shuts down the top lines, and maybe not so much on the offense. Is that what you deem a successful season for Pareko? Yeah, you know, to, to me, it's funny, too, because you look at Pareko. I know a lot of people, and I, I think this is really wrong. We just look at the size, and you expect, you know, that he's going to be like a, a crusher. <laughs> like, this guy's got, you know, he's six foot six, 240 pounds. He's got to destroy guys out there. You have to be scared to step over the blue line. Um, to, to me, a, a successful sixth season for Pareko is kind of like, I mean, I, I say this about a lot of defensemen. At its very, at its very base, you know, the offense is, is the offense. And there's some guys that are more offensively gifted than others. And then there are some that are just, you know, that are, that are just made uh, to take care of their own zone. And there's only one thing you really need to measure them by. And that is this. And it's really simple. And, you know, uh, you look at a team like the Carolina Hurricanes, for example, and they've got a couple of guys that are completely like this. And they just follow one philosophy. And it's, it's really simple. And that is puck goes in, puck goes out. If you're Colton Pareko and you keep it real simple and when the puck goes in, the puck spins around and goes right back out, that is your number one job as a defenseman. Puck goes in, puck goes out. Now you can get the puck out of the zone a number of different ways. Uh, You can skate it out with a controlled exit. You can uh, pass it out of the zone. You can go the old, you know, just uh, just high off the glass and surrender it to the other team. <laughs> but to, to me, if, if you're Colton Pareko, puck goes in, puck goes out. It's a simple, simple formula to follow. To me, that would be a, a very successful season for Colton Pareko. Jeff, final one. And as always, we really appreciate you hopping on with us. I yeah, know no a busy problem. schedule. Uh, how do you view this Central playing out this season? Um, I think there's two teams and then there's a whole bunch of question marks. Like, I, I think the, the Colorado Avalanche can win the Stanley Cup again. I think the Dallas Stars, maybe with, like, I think the Dallas Stars are a sneaky undercover candidate here for Patrick Kane. And I know you might say, well, hang on a second, Merrick. Like, they tried to get Kane last year. Yes, that's true. Um, but they, you know, the one thing we know about Jamil is he's not interested in overpaying. But if you look at the right side of the Dallas Stars, after Joe Pavelski, there's a lot of question marks there. And can Patrick Kane fit in to that mix? But I think it's I think it's Colorado and I think it's Dallas. And then after that, you know, some will tell you Minnesota's still in that mix. Uh some will say that, you know, Nashville might be able uh to to slide in there. Like I think that, you know, a couple of wild cards are going to the Pacific here. I mean the Pacific has become the valley of death. Like everything we used to say about the central, we now say about the Pacific. Um, I think it's jump ball. And I wouldn't be surprised if you take any combination of whether it's, you know, Minnesota or St. Louis or Nashville, or dare I even say Arizona and, and plug them into a, to a playoff spot, that third, uh, that third playoff spot in the, in the central, I would look at that and say, yeah, that's, that, that makes sense to me. Jeff is one of the absolute best in the business, one of the best humans in the business as well. You can find him uh, on the Jeff Merrick Show in the 32 Thoughts podcast. You can also just follow him on Twitter over at Jeff Merrick. He'll be tweeting all that stuff out. Jeff, we appreciate the time as always, man. It's great to be able to catch up with you again as the blue season officially kicks off tonight. Thanks for the time. We'll talk with you again soon. You mentioned you, you failed to mention president of the Robert Thomas fan club. That's I thought you were going to slide Important. that one in there somewhere too. That's true. You do, you do sound kind of like a mama hen with Robert Thomas, and we like that here in St. Louis. 
I, I got an affinity for the guy. He's a wonderful player. I've watched him. Since, I, I'm going to go up here, McGuire, on you and talk about like what happened when he was like nine years old playing, you know, pee wee hockey in, uh, in in Newmarket, Ontario. Um, but I have like that's the thing. Like, I've watched this guy. I feel like you know from from root to the fruit here, from like minor hockey in the OMHA to the the NHL. That's how long I've been watching Robert Thomas play hockey. I love the guy. What can you, I say? I love him. I tell you what, Jeff. When he puts up 100 points this season, and I said when he puts up, we're letting you have the victory parade here Absolutely. in st louis and then if he doesn't let's just forget this yeah. conversation never oh, happened. that's what we do that's the how beauty the show of radio operates. we weren't wrong you <laughs> Take were wrong the credit, pass the blame <laughs> yeah. that's how this show works Jeff. Yeah, the, the problem was your faulty ears i don't know what you were hearing i don't know what's wrong <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> not what we said it's what you heard spot Jeff, on thanks so much for the time <laughs> man appreciate you thanks Buzz back.